Well, hey guys, yes, you are in the right place. This is the Amazing Seller Podcast, and this is episode 446. Yes, this is a different intro track, and I did this for a couple of different reasons. Number one, I wanted to mix it up for this episode because this episode is a little bit different. I also wanted to play this because it gets me fired up and it should you as well because we are going to be diving into 2018 and we've got a lot of cool things planned. This recording today that you're going to be listening to is a recording that we did in Dallas, Texas. And I say we, it was me and a couple of people from my team. You may know Chris Schaefer and Joel Bauer and we talk all about what's going to be happening in 2018, what has happened in 2017, what do we have planned in TAS that we we are going to do to help you get to where you want to go and really how to build that lifestyle business. You can probably tell just by my tone and by the energy in my voice that I am extremely excited about what we have planned. And this meeting that you're going to be able to listen in on was us sitting down at a very large table and you'll hear me describe it here in a minute. And this room where it was amazing and we were in downtown Dallas and it was just a great time to be in a room together because we were all fired up. We were all feeding off of each other, but we were also talking about how we are going to help you, how we are going to create more content coming up in 2018 that is geared to help you get through each step of this process because it is a journey and there are going to be obstacles, but we are really coming together as a team and really a community community to be able to kind of silence out all of the noise that you might be hearing and really get tunnel vision and focus and clarity. So this way here, you can go out there and you can have an amazing 2018. And you're going to also hear how we plan to make this happen for thousands of people in 2018 and beyond. So I am super excited for you to hear this recording. I will say this was in a very large conference room, so it may be a little bit echoey, but you are going to be able to at least hear what we were discussing, and I think you're going to get value from the lessons learned as well and what we have planned for the future. So sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation that I have with my good friends and my team for TAS, Chris Schaefer and Joel Byer. All right, so we are here in a uh, office, uh, actually inside of the hotel. It's a, a little, uh, what would you call this, Chris? It's a meeting room. Meeting room. Nice meeting room. We've got a private event and or meeting space. It's a huge table, big slab of wood, blondish, if you will. <laughs> well, you know what? I figure we could, we could give them what it looks like, right? We have a nice, uh, nice city view. Uh, clean city view. It's pretty clean here in Dallas. Uh, I think I've been to a, you know as, a few as different far cities. cities go. Yeah, as far as cities go, it's a nice city. No, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. You know your city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, let's not get down on the New York uh, people out there. Uh, all right. So what I wanted to do though is I, I really wanted to let people kind of listen in on our conversation. We, we've had a few conversations. We also have the train, I think. Can you That's hear the, the train? Or is it the church bell in the background? Yeah, train, okay. Bells. So we have a lot of stuff going on. Um, but what I wanted to really do is I wanted to discuss what we discussed yesterday kind of just randomly. Because I think people would be interested to hear our thoughts and our take on e-commerce, online businesses, digital products, gurus in the space, like all of that stuff. I think that people 
you know, they, they may see us as just everyone else. Like, you're just like everybody else, right? You're just like, you're someone that learns something and teaches something. And I think that we are a lot, a lot different than that, a lot more different than that. And because our, our, uh, our values are differently, um, we're not just looking at uh, a way to, you know, create the next product and sell it. Um, you know, I've personally turned down a ton of partnerships and deals that I could have did um, just because it wasn't the right fit for the audience and it wasn't the direction I wanted to go. So what I want to do is I want to kind of dig into a little bit of like my vision, our vision, and, and kind of uh, just let people know that we're in this thing for the long haul with our own businesses. I mean, we just had a meeting yesterday with a brand that we're helping kind of on the side and we are so excited about that because we see the potential in that business and we see everything that we can bring to the table and they are action takers. They're people that we actually want to work with. But on the flip side of that, we're also going to be able to now teach people what we are doing and kind of give them the play by play. And that's really what I always want to do. I want to be the one in the trenches doing the work and then from there kind of reporting back. So that's kind of just to kind of set it up. All right. So... Where do you want to start with that? Like, what's your thoughts, you guys? Like, and kind of like, where do you want to start letting people kind of know, like, our plans for moving forward? Like, let's just say moving into 2018, like, what's our vision? What's our goal? What's our mission? I think what you mentioned is really great is that we do want to do it. <laughs> you know, we, there's a lot of trainers in them. They did it three years ago. They did it five years ago. They have a system. They're not necessarily testing it. A lot of their feedback currently is, hey, I, one of my students did this and it didn't work and so we got to do something different. Um, I really like that our our team always wants to go, okay, well, we want to be there with it. Like, if, even if we're doing it through another company, we want to see it live from beginning to end. We want to know that that happened because that's a cool position where we can actually help someone that has real questions about it. If we didn't see all the little things going on in that, we wouldn't be in that same position. Right, and right. I think that's, that's crazy value of all three of us. Like, we really love to see that so that and we, we know how to get it back when someone, so someone else comes in. I have this problem. We have the same exact problem. And that, that's one of the things I think that we put a lot of conscious effort into, uh, you know, even before we launched, like, the list building stuff. And it, <clears throat> we really sat back and we said, you know, here's all of the things that, that we can possibly do to launch a product. Here's all the things that work in e-commerce that we've tried in the past. And what actually is going to work for people who are selling on Amazon. And that's really what we were trying to go for with that. What's, what's going to be the most repeatable? And we've had a conversation a couple times this weekend about the reason we like using Amazon as a vehicle to help people achieve their why and help people achieve their, you know, their goals and build their businesses, really. And we're not trying to build Amazon businesses. We're trying to build businesses is because it's consistent, because it's repeatable, and because we can see people do it fairly easily. Yeah. Right. In, in comparison to the other things. And so I think everything that, that we talk about has to kind of fit that criteria. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about like, okay, the first thing, like if we're, if we're helping people, like we talk about like, you know, there's people out there and a lot of people will say to me like, Scott, well, you know, why don't you just build businesses? Why don't you just build businesses and kind of be behind the scenes and kind of just build businesses? And I totally could do that. Yeah. Like, and make, and make more money. Honestly, well, uh, well, honestly, like, and, and not even saying that, like, even if I did or do make more money yeah. teaching, is that a bad thing? Well, no, no, I think you can make more money going into the businesses. Right. Because, I mean, think about it in this position. If you have to be there and touch it, that's time that goes into it. Right. If you only have so much time in a day, 
And if you're having that level of standard of seeing it versus, hey, you know, I mean, you easily can find 10 people right now that go, Scott, I, I'll just partner with you. I just need someone to keep guiding me and yep. I'll do it. You could make more money in that because you have 10 businesses where you know they were really dialing in and doing the data. They're kind of doing the work. Yeah. I'm just kind of pulling the pulling well, the strings. I'm not going to tell you that it's not work. Because no, 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 yeah. no. But what I'm saying is, is I wouldn't have to actually do all of the the hammering and no. the the sawing and stuff like that, right? I could actually just say, listen, we're going to build that house over there. We need footings. Yeah. I need my concrete crew yeah. in here. I need this. Like, like I, we could do that. And, yeah. and actually, we've talked about that. We are going to be kind of yeah. setting up systems. We are doing that in our own businesses. In our own businesses. Like right now, and this is going off a little bit. We'll get yeah. back to that. But I mean, again, I want people to just kind of listen in on our conversations because this is exactly what we're doing here. Yeah. Right? I just want people to kind of eavesdrop on us and listen in on what we're saying. But like we talked about this last night where we, we, before we can scale helping other businesses grow, okay, I mean like us actually working in a business, we need to build out our systems in place. And that's currently what we're doing. We have a, a new brand that we've all kind of went in on. This is our first brand that we've actually all went into together to help. And from the, yeah, from the beginning, from the ground up, you know, we're over six figures already in six months, so it's doing well, but we're building, we're, we have kinks that are in there that we're working out, but we're setting up those systems. So now, if we meet with another brand like we did yesterday, and we say, hey, listen, we will partner with you, but we're gonna take care of this, this, and this. And then once we do that, we just plug in to those components that we've done. So could we just build an empire of businesses that we build and help? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. right? But me personally, I have this desire now and this just this passion to really get my word out, which I never used to do. Yeah. Because I know so many people, when they come to me like, Scott, I, I listen to your podcast because I'm ready to quit or whatever, and yeah. I just, I say, I can't, because Scott said I gotta take action. Or Scott motivated me and said, you know what, that's gonna happen. It's, it's part of the process. So because of that, that also shows me that there's an importance for me and, and, and a, a thing for me to actually convey because I have the voice that people will listen to yeah. and be inspired and motivated by. And that's why you're always telling me, Joel, like you need to thread your story in there because it hits the parts, or, you know, the points and the key points where people are, they are now yeah. and they're feeling that. Talk about that. Yeah. So, I mean, you always come with a decent level of honesty and integrity and, and uh, so people usually say that, you know, I, I listen to everybody. When I hear talk, Scott talk, I know it's a real person telling me what's going on. So right. I believe I can do it. I don't believe, like, he's not trying to say, oh, I'm so brilliant. Look at all these great things. You want to buy everything that I have because I'm a genius. He's saying, hey, it works. I'm, I'm testing the things. I'm bringing them in and I'm working in some. That kind of believability helps people. And so if you add in, like, the story, like, because they start to delete, like, you're, you're just giving them training, going, hey, I figured this out. And you're showing all that. But adding that piece, you go, this is what was going on in my life. This is what I was thinking about. It allows them to go, well, that's what I'm thinking about. Mm. That's what I'm, I'm going through right now. It's not exactly like Scott's story, but yeah, okay. So, so Scott was there too. He was saying, maybe I can't do it. Maybe I'm not, you know, I'm not ready for it. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly by saying, hey, but then I, I figured out I did something. I realized that it had to be better. It had to be different than this. I wasn't going to let my family settle for it or myself settle for it. And so those kind of connection pieces allow people to do the same thing in their story. They start to hear their own story back and go, wait. All right, there. This is where Scott would have taken action, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. But I can now. Mm -hmm. And so it's so critical that people can connect to their world. And you know, it's great to hear Scott's story, and you're excited, and you're all pumped up. And some people walk off and are motivated just by hearing the story. It's when they connect back to theirs that mm -hmm. they transform and they go, wait, wait. My life hasn't been fun. I'm not happy on this job. 
I'm not satisfied with the, what I'm telling my kids is okay to just kind of settle for. Uh, I feel checked out of my life sometimes. And we hear, we hear that a lot when people are like coming through. And like, I don't know what to do next, I'm stuck, I'm, I'm trapped. That's, a, that's why those, the live events are, are so much fun. Yeah, they are. But let, let, let me ask you guys this. And we've talked a little bit about this. Why, why Amazon? I mean, we, we all know that we could teach people to start a brick and mortar. We could teach people how to start their own digital products business. Like, we could do all that, right? The, like, with, with the experiences on the TAS team, I think we could talk just about literally anything and be able to, to move some people to success. Mm-hmm. But, and I, I mentioned it a few minutes ago, one of the reasons that we like Amazon so much and it's not even it's not even like necessarily for the long term thing. Like, and you guys have heard us say in the past, Amazon is not the end all be all of, no. of everything. But it's the place to get started, in our opinion. You you've done a ton of stuff online, Scott. Joel's done a ton of stuff online. I've done a ton of stuff online. We've worked with businesses of all different sizes, and done just about everything there is to do in terms of trying to get freedom, trying to do those things. You know, MLMs. Uh, affiliate marketing, real estate, real estate right? <clears throat> all of these things, and Amazon, at least in my opinion, and again, just just for the getting started, even if they didn't have any opportunity beyond getting started and mm. bankrolling, yeah. Amazon is one of the the most consistent. First of all, in terms of if you follow the formula, you're going to get results, right? And it's also one of the easier ones in terms of the things that you need. Like, if you're gonna try to build an affiliate marketing empire, you have to have an insane amount of tech skills. You have to be able to write tons of content, to be able to do all of these things. Set up the website, you gotta be able to do SEO, backlinking, all that stuff. On top of that, you're not getting paid to do any of those things. So you're putting in time, you're putting in money, and you're putting in effort with very little return on any of those investments. And it's not just money that's the investment, the time is an investment because it's time that you're taking away from your family or from something else that could be helping you achieve your why. I don't know what everybody's why is, but for a lot of us, it's our family or just doing the things we wanna do, working when we want to work and not working when we don't want to work. And Amazon consistently seems to be the thing that, that delivers people the most return on those three investments. And you don't have any of that tech curve that you have with a lot of the other stuff. Right. Here's the one thing I like to look at, and I think people might be able to actually visualize this a little bit better. I like looking at like all of these different things as vehicles. Yep. They're a vehicle to get you to the place you want to go, right? And what I mean by that is it could be you're building an affiliate website. Your goal there is to get people to come there, consume some information, hopefully click on one of your affiliate links, and buy a product. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it's there for. Amazon, it's people are buying products. We want to get in front of those people. We want to have products. We want to have them possibly buy and then maybe get them off of Amazon and then maybe market to them later. The way that I look at it is Amazon is the vehicle right now, right this present time. Now, we may be talking at this table or another table a year from now or two years from now. We may have a different, a different thing to tell you or maybe a different spin on it. But as of right now, if I'm advising anyone, it's going to be... Start there because it's going to be the shortest path to where you can get up and running, get some momentum, get that first dollar earned and say, holy crap, this thing works. I can do this. Yeah. And I, we, we met with, um, uh, I forget the gentleman's name now, but at TAS meetup. And he said when he made his first sale, it's like he just had this, ma- this, this, this massive rush. Really? It was like, holy yeah, cow. Like he couldn't believe it. I made like $40. Yeah. Like, and he was just stoked. Yeah, that lit him up. And that lit him up. Yeah, it's, what's great about that is it's um, the frame behind all of it. Like what we're thinking about is 
we really want to go, how do I help more people? It, it's not like all of our processes, all the things we're doing, if we train something or educate or just talk on something and we want someone else on the other side listening, we really want them to be able to take that and use it. I mean, that because we want them to see the change in their business. And so all of these like ways we're thinking about it and what vehicles work and which ones don't and why we're recommending Amazon comes from that. Mm -hmm. we, we believe that, that in a lot of the meetings we have, we're talking about how do I make it happen for them, consistent. Yeah. Not just some. You know, if you're out there listening, it, it, you, you know, we're, yeah. we are talking to you. If you have a desire to do something different than what you're doing right now, we're trying to give you the steps and that constant, like, and, and sometimes you're not ready for the step right then, you know, like some of the stuff we're talking about, but get it in your mind. This is a real business. This is going to be a lot of stuff. You only need to do the thing that you're at right now. And we want to give that to you in a way that is usable. And Amazon allows us to do that. If I had to explain to someone how to set up a distribution center in their garage, I, yeah. I mean, that's insane. And plus, it would cost them more. And a lot of people don't get that. It's like FB is leveraging their shipping empire. Like they own UPS. You know? like, right. They do so much through them, they, they get to dictate all the terms. Well, we, we get the benefit of that. And there's, that's just one place that that happens. Not mentioning how hard it is in a lot of businesses customers to products, that's a difficult thing that a lot of people struggle with. I don't mean to learn that curve. Mm. And that, <clears throat> I think, and it's something, it's a conversation that's come up a couple times this weekend that we've had, and it's, it's about business fundamentals, right? Amazon is, is the opportunity right now, I think, to understand and to build a solid foundation for that business, right? Like, Scott, you talk all the time about, you know, you use construction stuff all the time because that's kind of your background, right? That is my so background. We're, we're putting in the footings. We're, we have a great solid foundation and we're learning the skills. If what I want to do to achieve my why is not build an e-commerce empire, that's fine, but I can still bankroll that through yeah. the Amazon opportunity and use that to get me out of my day job so that I can go be a motivational speaker yeah. or so that I can go be whatever that is. And it's also teaching me the skills that I need to roll that over into e-commerce. Yeah, and plug that in wherever you want. I always <clears> love exactly. that. You're building a skill set. When I first started working construction for my father, I didn't even barely know how to read a tape measure. Okay? And I'm not even I'm not I'm not even kidding though. Like I, I mean that's funny and all, but I'm I was I was kind of nervous. Yeah. Because I didn't know if I was gonna look stupid. And I didn't know like I didn't at that time I didn't know the sixteenth like of an inch, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of like, okay, that's how much, you know, so I had to figure that out, figure it out quickly. Yeah. But I'm saying in math, you don't really, you learn it, but you don't learn, you might, you're in your quarters, your halves, your three quarter, whatever, right? But you didn't really get down to that nitty gritty. And if yeah. you did, I was sleeping during that section. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I had to learn it and I was nervous because to me, I was like, even at back then, I wasn't, I didn't feel I was capable yeah. of doing that. And I soon got over that. And then all of a sudden it was nothing. And then all of a sudden now I'm building homes and I'm tearing people's you know, houses apart and making them beautiful. And honestly, even looking back at that experience, I was proud at the end of my job. I used to take pictures before and after. Yeah. And I was like, I took that house that looked terrible and I made it really awesome. And they were so proud of it too. And they couldn't thank me enough. So that was awesome. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know how we got on that tangent, but I guess it's kind of like relating it back to an asset, a skill set. 
Like literally, like I could go into a house right now, tear it apart and put it back together yeah. and feel confident in doing that. Or I could tell a crew what they need to do in order to do it or what the different components are, the different steps. Really, Same thing with business. What I really loved about what you said is you took something that was generally simple and people go, oh, it's not a big deal. But how big of a deal is it if you mismeasure in building a house? Measure twice. <laughs> well, let, let, me just, let, me just, let me just time out real quick. Yeah. My father's partner, and sometimes my father, it happens, would measure like a, a doorway or a window wrong. Yeah. And it's like, you know, three inches off. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got to cut that opening to make it work? <laughs> Me. Yeah. As, so, as long as it's off on the short side, you're fine. Yeah, you can't <laughs> cut that window down to make it fit. Because yeah. you can't cut glass and the window all at the same time. It's kind of a complicated process. process but, but, but that comes back to knowing your numbers. Well, right? It's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing in, in e-commerce and Amazon. Like, and that, that's why we talk so much about product selection. That's why we talk so much about the basics, right? Anybody can put a nicer window in that same hole. But you have to get that hole right, and you have to get the foundation right, and you have to get the wall right, and you have to get the studs right before you can upgrade the windows in the house. Right. Right? And it's the same thing in the Amazon business or e-commerce. If you get product selection right, that product selection is that foundation, no matter what, what else you're doing, whether you're selling on Amazon, whether you're selling off Amazon, whether you're doing 3 plus shipping, whether you're doing uh, the AliExpress method, the $500 challenge, right. the, the foundation of that comes back to something like product selection. And that's something that's easy, it's something that's repeatable, and it's something that has actual numbers behind it that you can look at and analyze and say, this will work, this will not, I'm gonna take a chance on this one. Or that one has a better chance. Yeah. Right. Right. So the, the point I was trying to make is like, when you first started that, was it important? It was simple for mm -hmm. someone who's done mm -hmm. a lot, and eventually became old hat, it became so mm -hmm. obvious, and it's just like when first brought up product selection, Yes, it's important to get it right. And so people overwhelm themselves because mm -hmm. it's so important, but eventually it becomes a basic skill. You just gotta keep at it. And eventually it's as simple as measuring something. Mm -hmm. Simple mm -hmm. as measuring something you've done a hundred times. Mm -hmm. When the, the first one, you were right to be concerned. You didn't know the effect on that. Mm -hmm. There was there, there's a possibility that you got that wrong. You messed up something big. And that's fine, but we can't let it stop us mm -hmm. because really it was just measuring. Mm. Like yeah, right. At the, day, at the end of the day, and it was something I could learn. Yeah, I could learn it, and I did. Um, you know, and then moving on, it was like just looking at things that you were trained as that one skill set, right? And then once you get that one skill set, I mean, we're talking like measuring, but there was other things like I was doing. Like uh, we used to basically take metal, like aluminum, bend it. We used to, it's called a bending break, and they make them in. You know, they made them six foot, eight foot, ten foot, twelve foot. Well, we had a, tw a twelve foot break. And basically, it's a sheet metal machine. Basically, you go in and you make bends. Well, I used to make window casings to wrap the window. So yeah. you would take old wood and I would cover it up and make it look new. You'd never have to paint your windows again. Yeah. Well, I used to bend every single contour and then cut it out with tin snips and put it all together. And I got so good that we used to do 20, 30 windows a day. Yeah. But when I first started, that, that's a beast. It was huge. Yeah, and that's every one of these businesses, everything in business, it starts out that way because you've never seen it. Before. And you're afraid of it. Yeah. And you don't want to look stupid. And eventually, just you know? like anything you're good at right now in your life, you've done it so much yep. that you, you don't think about it that. Yep. Much. You'll do it that's hundreds of thousands of times over and over again. And that's like it's like you, like you always say. What does Tony Robbins always say? Repetition is the mother of skill. Every program he says that. Yeah, every program. So he's just reminding you yeah, and he's, he's pounding it. He's repeating the repetition. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's repeating <laughs> the, the message of repeating. Right. So, okay. Um, all right. And, and I think I just want people to understand that. Like, you're, when you're doing this, whether you are successful or not at this point, like, in success, like, what is success? 
right? Like, what is success? Yeah. Success for me was learning how to measure and not be scared anymore. Yeah. And then from there, it was like how to wrap windows and make them look good so I could then, you know, sell them to the customer, yeah, right? And then it's faster and more efficient. And then, then, well then, but wait a minute, but then everyone that came on, I had to teach them. Yep. Now I became a teacher. Oddly enough. Well, yes, right? I'm not even kidding. And I think, no, I know. well, you know, Jimmy, I, I trained him. Yeah. I trained him and then he was, that's, he, that's probably not. And good. then he yeah. was training people. <laughs> yeah. Don't no, Jimmy the shark. And I think, I think that shows that everything you do, that is a natural, you learn yeah. something, you can't wait to share. That, people, people, <laughs> especially on the business side, get caught up in the metrics. Right, and we had this conversation a little bit with uh, in the meeting yesterday about like social media. Right, mm-hmm. if you had a hundred people in, and this is a fairly large room, if we had a hundred people in this room, oh yeah, this would be amazing, mm-hmm. right? But I'm a failure if I only have a hundred YouTube subscribers right yep. now, and that's the mindset that we have. And yep. I think in business, especially, people a lot of times swing for the fences, which there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it, but a single is just as good at. In business, well, I would you know, I would then, rather have ten singles right. than one than home one run home run because that means that I number I'm one, trying to do the business math. Thing. I can <laughs> I contributed more, than more one to run. the team. I contributed more to the team, and my coach is like that guy's going to get up and probably get on base. And he's consistent. And he's consistent. The one we used to have kids on our team. I used to coach baseball. We used to have kids on our team. They'd hit one home run out of thirty at bats. Yeah, you just strike out the other twenty and strike out because they're swinging for the fences. Yeah. Okay. You gotta have that balance, yeah. you know? And speaking of baseball, Aaron Judge, okay? Well, Aaron Judge, who's a rookie this year, hit 51 home runs, but he also hit a ton of base hits, a ton of doubles, and he also contributed other places. He's not necessarily a home run, you know, he's not just going after the home run, he's yeah. actually going after being a well-rounded player. Right, and that's a happy accident, right? You're yeah. occasionally gonna hit a home run. And here's, we, we talk about this all the time, if, if you set up, and it comes back to the foundation stuff, if you set up your business in a place where you have to make the half-court shot at the buzzer, right. you, weren't, you weren't shooting enough layups exactly. during the first half. Fundamentals. Right? And yeah. you know, your, your layups are your bank shots, right? Nobody likes shooting off the backboard because it doesn't look as cool <laughs> as putting it straight yeah, through the net. You want to spin it off. But it's a much, it's a much higher probability shot yeah. than the half-court, nothing-but-net, game-winning mm-hmm. at the buzzer shot. I would much rather hit 10 layups yeah. Than one half court game and consistently winning every shot. game. Yeah, exactly. Like not just that one buzzer. Yeah, beat, you know what I mean. What's kind of neat about that is if you are consistently doing that, the number of half court shots you actually even make at the same time seems to go up. It's in business, just right. the way it seems. Like you're doing the consistent thing. Some of these opportunities that look like freaking home runs or slide dunks or mm. are opening up <clears> half court shots. Just just to throw up. in another sports analogy. If you look at if you look at something like American football. Right, you have two things you can do on offense. You can run or you can throw. Mm-hmm. Right, if you can't run, it makes throwing a heck of a lot harder. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. and so if you can't do some of the fundamental things, it makes everything else in business harder. Yeah. But if you have a good run game in American football, mm. they can't stop you from passing mm. because you can run a play action. Mm. Right, you can fake a handoff and the defenders come in, and then everybody downfield is yeah. open, and you can throw for a seventy-eight yard touchdown. Yeah. Mm. Right, it's the same thing in basketball. If you're Nailing them, if you're nailing them at the hoop, you can take longer three-point shots and nobody's going to see it coming. And it's the same thing in business. If you can master those fundamentals, if you can get a solid foundation in the business, the other stuff that you're doing becomes substantially easier and it becomes substantially more consistent. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you have the opposite problems. I have to know when to say no. (laughs) I can't take anymore. There's amazing opportunities. And that's a much fuller place. And I think a lot of people get there faster than they 
if they take a breath, just go, hey, I just, I just need a, a sandwich. I just need one. Mm-hmm. That will tell me that I get more. Mm-hmm. One of the scariest places that I've seen in business is when we're starting is when you've done all the marketing, all the system, and no sales coming. Because mm. you don't know how close you are. Mm. With a sale, I know exactly how close I am. Mm. At least if I did everything in that, I can get another one. Mm. Um, and now I can just keep growing. If you're like, if you don't know how far you are away from the goal because you haven't seen any sales. And so the reason I bring that up is a lot of the people in the, um, in the meetups, they say, well, yeah, I'm not doing so well because I'm only getting like a sale a day. I was excited on sale. That guy was excited sale kept going right. because that tells me that I'm in the zone, that mm. I'm in the place where I can repeat this. Mm-hmm. It might not be easy. Competition might come in. People freak out about competition all the time. Right. Like, if I know that I can turn that over, yeah, I might have to do something different than I've done already, but I know it's possible. I know I'm right. not light years away. Right. So when you get those sales, reward the heck out of yourself because you get excited and you go find the things mm. that will bridge that gap. And yeah. Okay, well, I get 10. Mm. <laughs> and then, then right. It's exciting. Right. And then you get 10, how do I get 20? But if you beat yourself up and say, I only have one, how excited are you to do the 10? Mm. You should be, but you're not. You're like, because oh, you're I almost feel, there. I feel bad. Yeah. So people give up on businesses right there. And I mean, I'm looking at it going, man, you have everything. <laughs> you're, right. just, you're just, you just got to do it now. Like, just keep going. Mm. And they go, oh, no, it's a failure. Mm. Okay. Um, what I want to do here, though, is I want to talk a little bit about like what we were talking about, like how what we're doing moving forward. I mean, internally, we're building, we're helping. Our goal is to really help brands even like us to work in a brand like we are right now and we want to do that more that's not something we're saying we're going to do 10 new brands next year but we're going to do one right now we're going to learn it through that brand and then we're going to be able to possibly plug in another brand maybe in 2018 like that's like we're looking at like that is like the long-term strategy maybe on the same breath we also say to ourselves all right We've got, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people listen to the podcast. A lot of people are, you know, finding on YouTube. A lot of people are coming in on a, on a Facebook live, whatever. Right. And they're excited. They, they, they might get started kind of, but then they never end up actually pulling the trigger. So our goal, we have two different things. Actually, we've got that one person that we need to get to the start line and then get started. So we're kind of coming up with ways that we can do that to actually make that a, an easier thing for them. And, and some of that is mindset stuff. Yeah. Some is just getting out of their own way. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing I want to talk about. And then the second thing I want to talk about is the, the current people that are already up and running because they came to us and said, you know, Scott, like, I don't need, you know, your class because I'm already up and running, but I, I need like how to build a brand. I need like how to do the external traffic. I need to know the social media stuff. Like, and we don't really have any training for that. So that's why we said we kind of have to bridge that gap. So in 2018, we're looking at possibly doing something around the brand building. I mean, that's, that's like our focus. And then the other part that I think is definitely a go is we're going to try to bridge the gap between like getting started with like the first thing, which is product research and kind of picking that product and getting, getting a result quick. Getting actual sales. Right. You know, that's the real starting line. So yeah, so like those are the two things that are in our minds right now. Our, our you know, the, the PLC class and TAS Breakthrough U, like that's going well, but we know there's people in there that are still stuck yeah. and we need to figure that out. And that's what we're really doing. We're, we're figuring out the people that are coming on, what do they need in order to help them get to where they need to go to where they get over that threshold of, okay, I, I can do this. And I think, I think it's interesting because there's two places that, that we constantly see people get stuck. The first one is that first sale. 
right? Like, how do I make money? Yeah, like I get all the product selection stuff, but I don't have $4,000 to invest in inventory. Yep. Like I know this business is going to work, but how do I even get there? And so getting them that first sale is a huge hurdle for a lot mm -hmm. of people. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is, okay, now how do I scale, right? Yep. So it's sales and scales. And <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, you know, a lot of people who are in the community just don't know what to do. And, you know, we've been playing around with a lot of stuff. And I think we're gonna be openly sharing a lot more of the stuff that we've been playing around with in the background to try to see what works and what scales down from you know your sixty million dollar a year businesses to what's actually going to work for people transitioning away from you know just being dependent on Amazon and starting to build their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, all right, so I just kind of wanted to throw that out there and just kind of let people like hear that process because that is a process that we've been talking about. Yeah, Those are the right. two topics that really come up. Now, could we just uh, punch out another course and sell it and and get people in, into a class? Absolutely, but we're constantly thinking strategically in a good way how how we're going to how we're going to be able to better serve yeah. the people that are in TAS yeah and and a lot of that comes from even like the meetup that we did like after we had the TAS meetup the other night we had a we had a sit down and we said there's two things that came out of that yeah. you had people that either still haven't gotten started because yeah. of this this and this so we have to address that. We have to figure out how to bridge that gap. And then we had other people that come in and go, oh, uh, you know, I didn't know that you had a class. Yeah, I want training. I want training on, I want it from you on, on like brand building or, you know, how to take my business to the next level, but I don't see anything there. And yeah. it really opened our eyes, especially when we had that hot seat session with Aaron and his wife and his partner. And it made us say like, we need to basically teach what we just taught him but really dig it, you know, dig down really deep. Well, and that's what we test in our brand is because we are ultimately a lot of the projects we say, hey, this is a really good idea. Okay, can we prove it and can we teach it back? We still look at ways to bring it back. That's the key though. Can we prove it? Yeah. By us validating exactly. it in our own brand that we're working on or working with, and even with him and, and his his you know his uh, you know wife and his business partner, it's like we're now able to almost deploy what we've kind of told them to do and then kind of check back in and, and then we can tweak in what's really cool just to kind of let you guys know that are listening in uh, that um, we're probably going to be able to share his brand and and some of these things that we're teaching and kind of seeing what it does yeah, which I think is really exciting yeah. and he's so open to it and uh, you know obviously like right now we're not part of the brand but we are in a sense that we want to see them do well and I think it would also make as a really good case study for people to actually see behind the scenes. And they're so open and honest. And we're also running back. I mean, a lot of the advice is coming out of the stuff that we are testing in our Oh, yeah, 100%. This is like, it's fine to say, hey, I did it over here. It's different to say, can I give it to this person and their business will change. Mm. And so it's all connected. We really are driven by this. We want it in every space. We are driven by proving it and bringing it back. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing. That's why I enjoy working with everything that we do. Every time we come together, it's like, man, I want to help more people. Like, what's going on? Why aren't they getting help? And you know, there is. I am reminding you of something because there's this like this fun thing. If you want to help people, the money, just give it for free. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I, That's I, a good one. Like, you know what? That is the worst thing I can do for people. I've consistently seen if you give somebody free. How much do you think they value? That's why we started doing paid consulting uh, in, yeah. in our business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so it, it's just, it's tough. It's like, it's all this weird puzzle that we're trying to figure out what's mm -hmm. the right price, what, mm -hmm. what is really going to get in their hands, what's going to make sure they value it, what's going to make sure they use it. 
and we're answering for that all the time. And so now we're coming up with like, okay, what's a what's an entry product that they can do without having to come up with the investment on PLC too? Because we know people need that. Yeah. We know there's people sitting on the fence going, man, I want to, but I'm at the edge. You know, I, I'm barely taking care of my mm. just my dailies. I, I can't. I don't know where I find money. I don't have family support. I don't have anything. Like, but I also think people are wired differently. So you'll have someone. I mean, we've got. I've got tons of people that have listened to the podcast, yeah. picked up bits and pieces, went through a workshop, and and took action on it, and Which launched amazing. and launched a business. Yeah. But that's a different type of person. Yeah. Not everyone is going to be able to do that because then they're going to feel scattered, kind of lost. They're going to feel like they're they're not being walked through the entire process. They might miss something, whatever. And that's really, I mean, if we go all the way back, Chris, to when we decided to do this, it was like we need to figure out what they want and what they need, but they were pretty much emailing me saying, Scott, can you show me step by step? Can you take me, this was literally their their words, can you take me by the hand and show me the way? Can I look over your shoulder as you're building this out or as you're going through the research or as you're doing the sourcing? And and then it just kind of hit me. It was like, well, yeah, I mean, I just have to retrace my steps and then just kind of show them the way. And then obviously it's evolved. We've had you know numerous you know different trainings yeah. in there now, and we've learned along the way. So we've modified it and tweaked it and everything. Uh, so, and, and you're right. Like when you have skin in the game, you generally show up. Yeah. And I mean, even on my workshops, I always say that I'm like, you hear me, Chris, all the time. I'm like, listen, I got. I want you guys to imagine you paid a hundred dollars to attend tonight. Yeah. Because if you paid a hundred dollars, I guarantee you would not have me on, and then have the TV on, and then have Facebook up, and all this different stuff. You would be tuned up. You'd have a notebook handy. You'd have a pen handy, and you would be paying attention. Yeah. And that's because you had a hundred dollars invested. And what's great about it is, that right as you're doing that workshop, most times there's a two thousand dollar course, three thousand course teaching the same thing. Yep. And so it's not a hundred bucks. But what's in the workshop? Yeah. And, and so like just the value that's in there, we. We always want to give the real thing because what happens if you come in and you learn from us even in the open sources and you do something with it and it, ha- and it connects, guess what just happened? We added you to our community. Now you're in it, you're, you're with us, you're helping other people grow. I mean, we've, we've had so much like support from people who have done it and then come back. Just like, how do I get it? How do I support you, you, you just brought up a really good, a really good point. And it's the same thing with who, you know, we talked to with the little consulting session that we did with them, right? Like the little hot seat. Like literally like he was like, he would have been willing to spend money to have us sit down for a day and go over his business, right? And what did I tell him? I said, listen, all I want is I want you to take action on what we said. I want you to share your results, good or bad. And by doing that, that's going to help people in the community. That's my exact thing that I said. Now, will money come from this? Yes. People will want to come in and they'll want to go through the training or if we do a new training on maybe even just product research or a boot camp, they may want to do that depending on where they are. Or if you're building a brand, you may want to do something that we do in the future on brand building. Like I know that that will eventually happen, but it doesn't mean it has to happen. But I know that by giving more to the people and helping people and sharing those results is only going to come back to help more people. And then also when it does help to, to fund TAS and yes, you make money and I make money and Chris makes money and the team makes money and the, you know, the business makes money. It helps us also help more people. Yeah. If we were, yeah, if we weren't making money there, we couldn't do it too. I mean, cause at some point I have to say, this is why I'm away from my family. That's my why. Like, I know it's your yep. 
and was, you flew to Dallas to hang out with TAS people. Yeah. Like you and I aren't here for the conference. No. I'm, yeah, <laughs> you guys did not attend the conference that I'm attending. You just came in because I was going to be in town, and you said, you know, it'd be a good time to get together and kind of plan and, and talk and, and, and do a TAS meetup because we want to yep. hang out with people. And that's exactly. Part of that. And so every time I take that time, right now it's I think it indirectly. I didn't right. Check when I got here. Right. 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 Um, and I'm willing. To oh, do you that. did. But at some point, <laughs> I that I am treating my time with my family. Yep. So this, you know, it's another mm-hmm. check on it, but there is a trade always, and people forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like they're looking at it from their own. But if you really want to help me, then you can do this. It's like I really want to help you and thousands of others, which means I have to be more than what you know what I can do one on one. And then this is what we're building is we're we're taking that step back and going, man, okay, what is each thing they need? And what what I love about what we're talking about is okay, some people can start writing PLC. They can go in, they have the investment money, they can go up and run it, and I mean we've seen some phenomenal numbers of last year mm-hmm. from people starting from scratch. Yep. Insane. And now there's a group of people that might not, we're gonna be able to serve them, that we're gonna be able to take them there. Guess where they're going next? Right. They're going to the full PLC. Guess what's happening next? Once they got up and they're running and Amazon is consistently giving them that revenue source, if they can and they want to, we'll have a brand piece for it. We're giving them a pathway to get to a solid business that's there year in and year out, not just while Amazon is the hot new thing. Yep. We don't, that's not it's not just doing. like you're a number and, and you're just like a sale no. to us. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's about a person. It's about one individual. And I always think about that whenever I am writing an email, whenever I am behind the mic right now, I know that we are talking to people, yeah. real people. That we're, and, and even if it's only one other person, it, exactly. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like you have to understand. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. Un- you have to understand that. I was talking to a lady in the elevator the other day, and she asked me what I did, and and I kind of told her I was a podcaster, and I you know do e-commerce and stuff, and she was she's into finance, and I was talking to her about you know like what she does, and she was like you know I, I want to just I might want to start doing the video because I want to get my local people to come in and kind of trust me and know me and stuff, and I'm like that's great. Yeah. I go, have you ever thought about podcasting and she's like well I don't I don't know because they're not like my ideal client because they're not local and I go but in the future you could reach a much broader audience and help a lot more people like that's why I said I didn't say and you can make more money that will come but I said you will help more people and and if that's what if you want to help people and not just do it for the money then you need to do that because number one, I think a podcast is like the number one way to really connect with people because you're not distracted. Like depending on where you're listening right now, you might be in the car, you might be on a run, you might be on the train, you might be in the plane, right? You're pretty much you're pretty much just listening to this. Yeah, at work. Yep, at work, whatever, <laughs> right? It's, it's, to me, it's the, it's the best way to connect with people. So I just was kind of talking to her about that and, uh, and she kind of lit up a little bit. She was kind of like, Okay, yeah, I didn't think about it that yeah. way, right? So sometimes it's just a little mental shift in the way that you think about it. But anyway, that's just a little side well, note. No, I mean, that's really good because that is the branding piece. And the reason we have the multiple parts of the building is not everybody's right there. Yeah. You know, so the person, that what's, what was great is she already has a service. She already, she's already has a product. She already has a business in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And so that you still have to start where you're at, but eventually... Mm-hmm. That information will be there ready for you. Mm. When you, you go past and you're going, okay, you know, well, how do I make this? And how do I secure it? And how do I create amazing launches that happen faster? Or how do I supporting products? And now I'm growing a business. Now I have mm. 10 skews. Now I have 25. Now I have 100 skews. Right. Whatever you're, I mean, everybody has different sizes. Some people honestly can make more money with like three skews than they can with 100. Sure. Just by where, where they focus. Right. But that audience piece, that coming back and somehow communicating, can, can, can 
communicating and connecting matters once you have the beginnings, mm. once you have the foundational piece. Yeah. And so don't get overwhelmed. I mean, I, I know a lot of people go, oh, then I have to do a podcast. No, 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 no. You don't have, if you don't have a product, if you don't have an audience yet, you just need to get a product. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. well, and, and again, I, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily even about the medium, and we've had this conversation a couple yeah. times. Like, there's a lot of ways to do it. You can do, you know, she could do video, and she could do, you know, a video diary, like a YouTube diary. But the way that she was describing it was, I'm, I'm gonna do video for my local people. Right. Right. And that's cool. Which and I all, think it's fine. But your your audience and your audience is everywhere when you get into the brand side of stuff, and anything that you can do to help serve that audience is great. And you know, we. If you guys watched the Facebook Live we did after the, the little hot seat with Aaron, um, we talked about one of his concerns was showing off like how to use the product or like how to get to the product that he has because you know anybody can make it, right? Yeah. But most people won't. No. And so by showing them all of the benefits of the individual things that go into making his product, yeah. by doing that, he can connect with lots of different people in lots of different audiences that are actually his customer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he can bring them in. And he could do that via a podcast, yeah. which he's done in the past. Yeah. He could do that via video. He could do that via Instagram. Yeah. It's, it's about going out and putting that material out there for other people to find, and your people will find you. I know it sounds like cheesy and like, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, if you build it, they will come. There is, I mean, you're doing some work. You're trying to figure out what's actually relevant to the audience. Right. And it's not like you're going to go, oh, I'm only covering what's relevant to the audience. He has a passion in that space, and it helps to have that connection exactly. with what's going on. Because now he's excited about it. Right. And now I can't wait to tell it. And then he has a story because he's actually changing the quality in which he does it. It's not just he's doing it because, oh, that's exactly how everybody else does it. And it makes me think a little bit like it's, it's hard to see sometimes when you're looking at your own brand, but when you look at bigger brands, it becomes very obvious. Lots of companies make phones. Where are you buying yours? Right. And why? Right. And so, yes, a lot of people can buy a phone, but they don't have the same connection. They don't have the same support. They don't feel like they have the same features. They don't believe the quality of the company. There's a ton of things going on. Mm. It just, man, it looks cool. Yep. <laughs> you know? Or they just want to be, uh, you know, an Apple person or a Windows person yeah, or so whatever. Said, oh, if Apple had started, said, you know, people already have phones. They have them in their house. Well, 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 no, no, not, not even with that, but I mean, if you're an Apple computer person or if you're a Dell, or but Dell isn't really the same as an Apple. But what I'm <laughs> he saying, was talking about phones. That's why I was laughing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like no. Windows Phone doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't even know about Androids. Androids, uh, I don't know about them. That's second. Terrible. There's a whole world. Uh, there's a whole world. <laughs> but there are there are two yes. different tribes in a sense that support you know, but, and they're going to go to battle about each other. But there's a reason, and they do exactly. Hundreds of manufacturers I don't even know of, and they keep popping up on Amazon and feeds. And yeah. <laughs> discounts like I don't even know this brand. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And it's the same, but technically it's the same thing. So why do we do it? Well, we believe in something that right. the company's doing, or we like it a lot. And so that that actually is differentiating most products, and it can't happen until you start to connect and educate. And it takes time. It takes time. It takes yeah. time. All right, we're going to wrap up, but what I want to wrap up with is uh, – is one thing, because I think it's big and I think it's important and it's what I took away from our meetup, uh, one of the big things I took away, um, was people that are struggling to just get started, right? And I'm gonna, I wanna talk about Kevin for a second and if Kevin, if you're listening, um, I'm, I'm saying this out of love and you know that. Um, and then we've got, we've got John, who was there, who 
basically had the same situation kind of happen, but, but took care of it differently as far as they were handled it differently. Um, so you had Kevin who said, Scott, I came here last year. Uh, I was six months in then. I was listening to your podcast before that. It's been, it's been a year and a half yeah. since I've listened to the podcast and I just launched my product today. Yeah. Like literally today. Well, and he believed in it when he first heard it. 100%. He wanted to do it. He wanted to do it. He was excited yeah. to do it. And a year and a half later. And a year and a half later. And, great. And, and he looked at me and he goes, and a year and a half later. And he kind of <laughs> just went out of the next I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Number one, that's great. High five. Yeah. Let's time out for a second and let's dig into that. Yeah. Right? I said, why did it take you a year and a half? Yeah. And he goes, mm, well, I don't really know. I just... You know, and I go, well, let's, let's dig in. Let's figure this out. So not, then what did I do? I started asking questions. Yeah. I go, have you done things in the past online or just in business that didn't work? And he goes, yeah. And I go, okay, let's go back to some of them. I go, what really worked for you? And he goes, real estate. I was doing great in the 90s. Yeah. He goes, and then 96 happened. <laughs> and he goes, and I had a bad deal. And he goes, and that, it just, it ruined me. Yeah. It, it like literally knocked me to the ground. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, and he didn't go into all the specifics, but who knows, maybe, maybe his house was, you know, financing the one house that he was yeah. buying and then he, there was in jeopardy of losing his home and then his family and then he was going to look bad. I, like, I don't know. Like there's a lot that went into it, but it scarred him. Yeah. It scarred him pretty bad. And then from there he did a little MLM stuff. And again, when you're doing MLM, you know, like multiple level marketing, it's, there's low cost to get involved, yeah. but there's a lot of work that goes in as far as approaching people, your family, your friends, and then going from there and branching out. So there's a lot of that. He had a bad taste in his mouth there. He had a, he had like a $2,000 a month revenue stream coming in. And then his upline went behind his back and then got his downline to actually go over to a new product that he was selling. So then wiped him out. So then he went from 2000 to nothing. So that left a bitter taste in his mouth. So he had, he had these things happen that were really in, they were scarred. They're there. He just, he brings them back and he's like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want this to be another thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So we finally got to that and he kind of was like waking up a little bit. He was like, I guess that, that is the reason why. Yeah. Like he, he recognized it now. But a lot of times you don't go that deep. You just figure you're just afraid and you don't want to do it. Yeah. But you need to dig into that. And so if you're listening right now and you have been listening for a year and a half or a year or six months and you have not done anything, ask yourself why. What has happened in the past? What has worked for you? What has not worked for you? And then from there, kind of look at it and then get through that one thing. What is the worst thing that can happen if you try something? Now, let's talk about John, okay? Now, John, he had a similar thing happen. He started, he took action, okay? He started quicker than a year and a half, but he launched his product and it failed. To him, it didn't do well. So he had to liquidate it. So he didn't have any more money to invest. So he, cause he wiped it out with his, he, he goes, okay, I'm going to allocate $5,000 and I'm going to, you know, try that. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. He didn't take and finance his house to, to, you know, to get his inventory, yeah. but it still was all the money he was going to go to invest. So now he's out of cash. Yeah. So then he's like, okay, I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to try another product, but how can I do this? I don't have a lot of money. Yeah. He went and took 500 bucks. He went to Ali uh, express and he found a product there that he could just take it, put it on, flip it make a thousand bucks and now do that again. And he did that like three or four times until he built up more capital and now he's selling successfully. Yeah. Like, and I, and, and I said to him though, Joel, I go, why didn't you stop after that one thing? He goes, cause I knew it worked and I wasn't gonna give up. Nice. Yeah. And that was it. He was like, he was so confident when he said that to me. Yeah. He was like, because uh, you know, I knew that you know, it would work. I just didn't pick the right product. Like, yeah. I, I know that, like I, I know what I did. Like, 
And I, and I know it works because other people I see that are doing it and it just didn't work for me on that one round. It was like, I went up to the, to the plate, <laughs> I dug exactly, in, exactly I, I struck out and I'm going to go back up next time when it's my turn. And that's right. great because so many people do the other thing go, oh, this must not work. I must not be able to do it. Right. It's the wrong time. I can't hit off you, Darvish. If someone's not out there doing it, starting yeah. from scratch, we can replicate it. We don't know exactly what we need to know yet. That's why we go get training. That's why we listen to podcasts about it. That's why we get the education until we can get those pieces. But the truth is, it's not you. It's not the product. It's not the timing. Mm -hmm. Business is flexible. And we have to be too. Mm -hmm. And our lives are flexible. And we have to be willing to go with it if we want something different than what we got right now. Like, mm -hmm. generally, the where we're at is because of how we do things right now. Mm -hmm. And then, so you gotta do something a little bit different. That's why you push people to take action more. Well, when you take action, you've done something you haven't done before usually. Yep, and you and learn from it and you get I to get some it. momentum, yeah. yeah. So even if you did nothing else like this year, then do a hundred things that you didn't do before, you're a different person. You're, yeah. You have more skills, more abilities, more experiences. And that's how it works in business. That's how you get to successful places. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. So, uh, all right, let's uh, wrap this up. I uh, just, again, guys, I mean, this is totally a random table talk that we did here at this giant, giant. piece of wood. It's a, harvest, it's a harvest table. It's a harvest table. Uh, Chris tells me. Um, so he's very, very into this table. Uh, I put this table in my house. Oh, I, would. I don't have room in my oh, house. Oh, this is a beautiful table. table. <laughs> I mean, this would, this would, this would be a nice like a Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving table. I like the light fixture too. And the light fixture is nice. Um, all right, so uh, we're gonna wrap this up, guys. I just, uh, I, again, I wanted to jump in here and kind of give you guys a little bit of a behind the scenes, kind of like what we talk about on a regular basis when we have these meetings internally. Um, we are here to really serve people. Um, and right now, Amazon is a vehicle that I think is one of the easier ones to get started in. And I don't say easy, you know, lightly. I mean, it's it's, you know, it takes in, work. In terms of the skills that you need. Exactly. To, if you put in time and effort. Yeah. You've got a better chance at that than going out and just buying a scratch off. Let's just put it that way. I mean, you honestly wow. do. And, and how many people go into a convenience store and spend $20, $30, $50 on scratch offs hoping yeah. they can win some money? Yeah, just take the hundreds of dollars that people have spent that they keep doing that over time and they're like, oh, but I can it's, invest in that in a company or myself. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's something, and I know we, we need to wrap this up, yeah. but it's, you know, there's, there's probably something in your life, like if, if money is the object, right, even, the, even to get to something like the $500 challenge, mm -hmm. which we've talked about. Do a seven-day challenge. There's something, <laughs> there's something in your life that you're spending that money on that if, if your why is strong enough, you'll figure it out. Yeah, How much does cable cost? It's like $120 a month. Switch to Hulu Live or whatever. Get forty channels with ESPN and all that stuff, and it's most of the channels you watch anyway. And save the sixty dollars a month, yeah. right? Maybe don't go to Starbucks. Go to Pete's. Pete's <laughs> or is make, still expensive. Or meet, meet the coffee. You know, make the make coffee at home. Yeah, make right. Your and there, if your why is strong enough, you're going to figure out those things. Mm -hmm. And so I, the, it's resources versus resourcefulness. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, honestly, I mean, and again, we do have to wrap this up, but. <laughs> We're going to say it five more times. This is every no, conversation you and I have. No, like, just but, <laughs> no, but I mean, in, in, in all seriousness, it's like we created the seven-day challenge into 1K Fast Track. And honestly, that seven-day challenge is simple. It's like everybody can probably make 500 bucks to me, they can make 500 bucks with the stuff they have right now. If you don't want to sell it on eBay or Amazon, 
uh, and I'm talking about stuff that you have laying around your house or you're cleaned out your garage, then do a garage sale on sale. Craigslist. Five miles. Craigslist. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, you could probably sell the stuff that's in your house that you're not using at your lawn sale or garage sale. Yeah. And if you wanted to kick it up a notch, you can list it on eBay and you won't even have to have all that stuff out in your driveway or in, you know, your garage. So that would be like number one, just yeah. go figure out what you can get rid of and sell it, yeah. period. And then just use that 500 bucks or whatever and get started. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like it's, you have to do something if you want to get a result. And if, to me, if you're not willing to do it, that just means that you are not, you're not there yet. If like you want, you're, if you want change, you have to. If you're, yeah, change. exactly. If, be if, the change you want to see in the world. If right? you are not, if you're not willing to do that, then that means that to me, your feet are not to the fire where they need to be. Yeah. And, and you, you don't want the change bad enough. Yeah, you don't want it bad enough. You, you know? get excited or get worried that you're going to stay where you're at. You exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right, cool. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, I'll officially wrap it up. But all right, guys, this has been fun. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more in-depth conversations. So hope you guys enjoyed that. Okay, so like I said, it was a random conversation, but we did have some focus when we sat down at that table and we wanted to talk really about what we were going to do moving forward to help others really in this in this process. And and I think you guys can hear just by our conversation that you know, there's a lot of mental blocks that get in the way and you know, Joel is great at identifying them, but then our goal and our Really, our job is to figure out what it's going to take to get you through those sticking points and to get you that little bit of success that we know that will get you that momentum. So again, I hope you got value from listening in on that. There's a lot of different things that we talked about in a couple of different directions and examples and stories and you know me talking about working again with my father in that business and, and all of that stuff. But I really just wanted you guys to hear exactly, you know, from us, really what we're looking to do here moving forward, not just internally for ourselves, but also how we can help others. It's it's funny, I get a lot of people that say, Scott, like, why don't you just build like a whole bunch of Amazon businesses and e-commerce businesses and you know, not even teach? Like, why not just do that? Like, wouldn't that be like a good decision? And and the answer is no, because for me personally, I love the game of business. I love being able to go out there and uh, and try to build businesses and you know see what works, what doesn't work. It's a challenge. It's a game. I gamify. I love it. Right. It's just part of the process. Now and and it's just it's part of like human nature. Like you like to like start something and see progress and and kind of see if you can you know make it work and then learn from it. And to me, it's always about learning and growing. The other side of things, and this has kind of happened over probably the past ten years, is where I get a huge, a huge reward from, and not even financially. Yes, yes, we do, you know, earn income from selling training or tools. And I've been totally upfront with you guys on that. So there's no, nothing being hidden there. Uh, but I get more satisfaction from just helping people get started to where they're able to start believing in themselves to then take that business to the next level. And then I can help them in that process as well. But for me, it's about how can I get out there and through not just me, but my team and the community now 
to be able to reach more people, but then also help more people and getting those people to make that switch in their mind. And whether you just listen to the podcast, I've got a lot of people, lots of people that listen to the podcast that haven't purchased anything. Maybe they purchased a tool or maybe they haven't, or maybe they purchased training or maybe they haven't, but there's a lot of people that have listened to the podcast and started a business and have been successful just from listening to the podcast. So there's nothing there I'm gaining financially other than the fuel that that gives me from that person sharing that story with me. And some people don't even share the story with me, which if you guys are listening and you've had some success, share it with me. I mean, I need that stuff too, right? That helps motivate me. It keeps me going. It keeps me fired up to keep bringing it, to keep sharing and to keep helping and figuring out new ways to get people to get results. And that's the ultimate goal here. So guys, I am going to officially wrap this up. I hope that you enjoyed that. I'll probably do those again in the future. They were fun because we do sit down and we do have these uh, in-depth meetings. And if I think it'll bring value to you, then I will definitely share it. All right. So that is going to officially wrap up this episode. There are show notes and transcripts. If you want to go grab them, you can head over to the amazingseller.com forward slash 446. You can grab those over there. And then also I wanted to remind you if you are just getting started, if you are thinking to yourself, I need a direct path, there's a couple of resources for you. There is our workshop. You can go over to the amazingseller.com forward slash workshop. If we're doing one there, you will see that as a registration and you can go ahead and sign up. If we are not doing that, there will also be a resource for you and that can be found at the amazingseller.com forward slash start and that will be there for you as well. Those are both resources to take you through the entire process. All right. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's going to pretty much wrap it up. I am so excited for 2018 and beyond. So that is officially going to wrap it up guys. Remember as always, I'm here for you and I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, say it with some energy today, guys, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.